Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. The Fantasy Six-Pack Hour, with your hosts, Joe Bob and A.J. Appleton. down. All right, welcome to the Fantasy Six-Pack Hour. My name is Joe Bond, founder of FantasySixPack.net. With me as usual, Mr. AJ Abagarth. How's it going, man? It's going. It's going pretty well. Uh, Thursday. Got a, a pretty entertaining game on for once, surprisingly. Yeah. Uh, yeah I we got, some, we got a, some points. Yeah, I mean, Dallas is waxing. Let up, letting some points. It's uh, pretty shocking. So, yeah. Um, it's interesting for me as them, a I guess. So. Birds fan to scout these two teams since after this week they are our next two matchups. So we'll see what happens. Yep. yep. All right. So tonight we've got a good show getting you all ready for week 13 of the fantasy football season. We're going to be jumping through, you know, rankings talk, start sit type of stuff like we usually do. Um Go through a couple news items as well. But before we get into that, of course, we've got to mention, uh, you know, hit that subscribe button, hit that like button, leave those comments. We appreciate it um, wherever you're watching or listening. Um, helps us out a long way. And, you know, we like to hear from you. So go ahead and do that. And then, of course, jump over to fantasy6pack.net slash plans. Become an all-access member. Uh, there's still time to make that final surge to make your playoffs. And then once you're there, actually win the championship. Uh, get access to our award-winning rankings. we got two of us in the top 15 over there on Fantasy Pros. we got another couple probably in the top 30, I think. Uh, we're doing pretty well. So, um, And then, of course, you've got us over there at the, D- uh, the, the Discord where – you know, if you have been knocked out of your playoffs uh, in your league, go ahead and win that win that entry fee back, man. We're playing some DFS. We got Dave, Eddie, Chris, Robin, and 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 company over there in our Discord, just dropping the knowledge. Like I don't play a lot of DFS. I have won every single week I've played this year because of Dave and Chris. Um, it's just it's just easy pickings with those guys. It really is. Um, not going to guarantee it's going to work every week. I know it hasn't with them, but it has worked far more than it hasn't. So uh, their, their cash stuff is, is pretty spot on there. So uh, without further ado, what's up guys? What's up everybody listening? Uh, without further ado though, let's bring in our guest of honor, Mr. Fantasy 
Hall of Famer here, Greg Kellogg. What's going on? Hey, guys. Hey, thanks for coming on, man. Oh, it's my pleasure. Uh, I'm kind of looking forward to this. Joe is, uh, I met Joe at the expo. And I met him through Mace Riney. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I, I got to tell you, if you have a chance to get to the expo, go. It, yeah. It's amazing who you'll meet yeah. there. Yeah, we, we always say that uh, if anybody has a chance to go, it is um, it is awesome to to uh, to go there and just meet anybody. Um, you know, don't don't feel like you can't go because, oh, you think it's going to be too many people that, you know, it's, it's not for the fans. It's it is. <laughs> we actually want yeah. the fans there. We, we like to talk to the people who read and listen to our stuff. You know, it's awesome to kind of run into you, Greg, and, you know, all the all the other guys and gals that I've met in the industry and I'm friends with at this point now. But it is so much fun to, to run into the fans and just listen to just listen to their stories and, and just, you know, shoot the shit with them. It's, it's fun. It really is. Yeah. Talking so. sports, football. Lots of fun. It's, Definitely get out. The you'll be surprised. The. Uh... The big names in the industry, the Bob Harris, the Scott Ingalls, Joe Bryant's, these guys have been around since the 90s. And uh, you do not last in this industry. Every industry in the world has good people and bad people. But because this is such a people-oriented industry, if you're bad, you get found out very early and you don't last 10 or 15 years. So... All these big names, go up to them and talk to them because they will talk to you. All of them will. There's not a single one of them that's a bad person. Yeah. I mean, I always tell the story. Bob Harris, one of my favorites. He, uh, the first time we went, of course, I was one of those like, ah, nobody knows who I am type of thing. And uh, we're sitting in there at the King's Classic draft, the the big one. And uh, the, and in between, like they were taking a break and, and Bob walks up to me and AJ and Keith Lott and Mike LaPlante, our producer, was there and a whole bunch of us, a whole bunch of us were there. And he just walks up to us and he's like, what do you guys think of the draft? And I was like, oh, we were just talking. And I was like, hey, by the way, I'm Joe Bond. And he was like, oh, yeah, I know who you are. And I was like, what? <laughs> but he, the fact that he just walked right up to us was was awesome. And Bob and I talk all the time. He's a great guy. So, yeah. Well, you know, Wendy early, right? Uh, I know of her. I'm, I'm not super. She early. walks around at the expo with a T-shirt that says Bob Harris is my bestie. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes, yes. I saw that shirt. Yeah. I met I met her there and I wanted to interview a lady named Tina Gunter. Way back in the 90s, I created a league for women only. And in 2015, I retired. I, I left everything behind. And uh, Tina kept the league going. Oh, cool. Oh, so I thought, nice. you know, it's the longest running female only league. Somebody should interview her. And I couldn't get the women of football to do it. So I said, I'll do it. But I wanted to do it with some ladies. So I asked, I asked uh, um, Wendy and a lady that I met there, Carla Hazam, whose mm-hmm. boyfriend is Doug Orth. Most yeah. people in fantasy know Doug. Oh, yeah. Um, they came on and they interviewed her and now they have their own show where they're interviewing some of the oldest people in the industry 
it's called Game Changers on YouTube. I'm going to give a shameless plug for it. Ah, all good. Go out to YouTube and search for Game Changers. Wendy and, and Carla. Um, Carla says, I'm not a fantasy person, but you watch her on those interviews. She's good. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Good stuff. Uh, and uh, I think Seattle just scored. Yeah, oh, like maybe, maybe. Might, might get reversed. I don't know. That ball moved. But anyway we will uh let's get moving here so again we're gonna you know help get you all ready for week 13 of the fantasy football season we know playoffs are right around the corner for everybody um some of these bigger leagues obviously that, that some of us are in uh playoffs are already here uh, but let's start off here joe flacco signs with the cleveland browns and you know you probably usually wouldn't really think much of it but Dorian Thompson Robinson is a little banged up, might not be able to play um, because he's in the concussion protocol. So could Joe Flacco actually be an improvement? You know, look, I mean, we're obviously only really worried about Amari Cooper, Jerome Ford, and slightly Kareem Hunt, a little touchdown dependent. But uh Greg, what do you what do you think? Could Joe Flacco actually be an improvement over Dorian Thompson Robinson? Oh yeah, uh, but not in one week. He's got less than a week to learn the system. And I don't care if he played in the system before, it's not the same. I think this week it's PJ Walker. It's gotta be he doesn't have enough time. I think going forward. Flacco, somebody you want to get for your playoff run because he's got good tools there. Elijah Mitchell, you got Njoku, you got um again Cooper. Mm -hmm. I got Cooper. I, Njoku. I don't know why I didn't. Yeah, well, my, my point being is that I think you know Flacco's old, but he's not dead. And he's he's played a lot of football. So mm -hmm. I, I like him. I just don't think in week one, I I would be amazed if he starts this week. I would think it would still be PJ Walker because Dorian Thompson Robinson is not coming out of the uh, the concussion protocol this week, and I don't think it matters. I mean, Wally Pip, you know the story of Wally Pip. He took a game. He he took a game off, and his replacement took his job. His oh yes, yes, Joe DiMaggio. Oh, <laughs> you know. Drew Bledsoe, he took a game off, and Tom Brady took over. Yeah, you you don't want to take a game off when you're not that good to begin with, and uh, so yeah, good. For, I don't think Flacco is, you know, is. I mean, they've casual. already they've already made him the backup. So yeah, but he's I the mean, backup to PJ Walker. No, the backup to Dorian Thompson Robinson. Oh, I, they've already made him the backup. Well, that's probably to get him practice snaps. Maybe we'll um, see. I, I mean, it, I just, yeah. wait, wait I agree though. I, I do think it is a, a, a slight improvement. Um, yeah, it's not going to be, not going to be gangbusters. I'm not, I'm not starting Joe Flacco in my fantasy leagues, but I think this does help Cooper. I think I'm it starting does help PJ Walker and Scott Fishball. Yeah. I mean, I would love to, to go back to PJ Walker. I mean, at least Cooper was startable right now. It's like, uh, yeah. I, he's sitting on my bench. Like I don't want anything to do with him really. Um, it's just not, he's not getting enough. Yeah, I understand that. So, um, AJ, any other thoughts right. or move on? Uh, no, I mean, I, I think Flacco, obviously, you know, as Greg said, he, he's he's older, but he's not dead. And, you know, Super Bowl winning quarterback, 
in the past. He he can play. He's a good game manager. Uh, I think this is something that this team needs. You know, if they're not going to have Deshaun there, obviously, and DTR is just he's not the answer right now. Maybe down the line in the future, but uh, I think it's uh, I think it's Flacco. You know, I agree. After this week, I think he he'll take over and he'll be able to help lead this team. All right. So uh, next next news topic we have is obviously the Jonathan Taylor injury. Unfortunate timing for this for fantasy managers who were just starting to get rolling with Jonathan Taylor on their squads. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> we now have Zach Moss taking back over as the the running back for this team. And look, he really did well without Jonathan Taylor there and actually had a, a good game or two even when Jonathan Taylor came back. Um, it's now been pretty much the Jonathan Taylor show since um, the last the last few weeks. But, you know, we were talking about Zach. Sorry, Zach. I keep saying Zach Taylor. Zach Moss. Sorry. Um, Zach Moss um, has been, uh, you know, we were talking about him as like, you know, pretty much a, a locked in RB one the 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 last couple of weeks when Jonathan Taylor was out uh do we just put him right back in that conversation you know pretty much every week without Jonathan Taylor Greg yes and no um I fully expect him to play well but you got to look at matchups it's it's going to be critical because um I don't care who it is if your name's not Christian McCaffrey there are games you shouldn't be playing so as a fantasy owner, you know, I think Moss is the number one running back for at least two to three weeks. That's what they're expecting Taylor to be out. Um, but Moss played well. So, yeah, you treat him as an RB1. Um, but I would I would really check the matchup. If he's playing against a really good run defense, I'd probably hesitate to start him. Yeah, I mean, this week is one of them. Tennessee's been pretty stout against the run uh, since he's been kind of yeah, middle of the road, and then Pittsburgh. Uh, so he's got he's got a couple of pretty tough matchups here. So I I do I do feel you. It's it's you know to me, volume plays a lot, especially at the running back position. And if he's going to get that kind of volume, he's got to obviously be a very uh, heavily started running back, and for good reason. Um, well, you know. since he remember. Since he's got Browning at quarterback, which means they're not going to be on offense as much as they would with Burrow. Right. So I think, I don't care how good Cincy's defense is, they're going to be on the field too much. And so I think Zach Moss against Cincy is a great matchup. Yeah, yeah. it's definitely the best of the three. Um, you know, the this, this Steelers are actually middle of the road, but I, I think they're 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 better – Overall, I mean, they, they got kind of gashed early on against McCaffrey and then Jerome Ford got him. Um, and then later in the year, ETN got him. But other than that, they've pretty much shut everybody else down. So, um, yeah, it's it, it is definitely matchup dependent. But I mean, he, the volume that, that we're going to see him get could just be, you know, well, the, and Minshew, the, limit with the volume there. So and I think Minshew helps him a lot because Minshew converts on third downs. You got a rookie quarterback in Anthony Richardson 
you don't always convert the third downs that you would think an experienced one would. Uh, Minshew has been a much better quarterback from a pro perspective mm-hmm. than Richardson was. So if yeah. Minshew is converting Agreed. third downs, again, it goes back to opportunities. And I think, I think you got to look at the team as a whole. Yeah. Uh, I, I will say even with the matchup, I've got Zach Moss as my RB. Do I have him right now? Uh, I have him. I have him very high. I have him RB six right now. And he's a starter for you. Oh, easily. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if he's above 24, he's a starter. Yeah. Yeah. So he's definitely, he definitely jumped right back into that RB one conversation. I mean, the, the indie run game has just been top notch this year, no matter who's been back there. So um, I'm going to take, I'm going to take a piece of that wherever I can. So um all right so i think we have a question real a couple questions here real quick um mike you want to toss them up here on the screen before we do that this is about news and stuff just for those people that do idp and may not have heard alex anceloni who's a pretty stout uh linebacker for the lions went on the injury report is questionable today Mm. okay big blow yeah that's that's pretty big so um yeah Taylor uh friend of the show here watch a lot thanks for watching again man dynasty league 16 man league with uh a cap needs help need help with a third spot um Mingo Dorch or Zay Jones uh I'm gonna go Kyler Murray has made Dorch credible. If you look at his last two weeks with Murray under center, I think he's got 18 targets. He does. Uh, Last um, week didn't do much with it, unfortunately. Right, but Um, he's getting the looks. Mingo, you never know if he's going to be thrown to or not. Um, Zay Zay Jones, again, you've got Kelvin Ridley and and Christian Kirk there. So um, I would go Dorch personally yeah i feel like uh you know we we've seen what bryce young is so far obviously with the coaching change everything will change for him hopefully this wakes him up a little bit and that could help mingo but uh, i think with jones you got more mouths ahead of him Uh, i don't really love him for dynasty um even in a 16 man, I, I kind of get it, but I, I I'd lean Dorch as well. I, I think Kyler is, is the best. I do Dorch best of season. Yeah. For dynasty. I want Mingo. Yeah. This is. Yeah. Uh, this yeah. Is dynasty, I mean, looks like. Uh, and the reason it, I think Mingo's got more raw talent. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've got I've got Dorch pretty low um, in my in my rankings. Um, I also think this because you know there's there's a little bit that you know Michael Wilson could come back, but I, I think if Wilson's out, I'm starting Dorch. If if Wilson's there, I'm playing Zay Jones. Yeah, I that think I think Dorch is stealing more from Rondell Moore, isn't he? Yeah, I, right now I think so. Yeah, yeah, but I think when Wilson is there, I, I just think that 
um, that they're they're gonna they're gonna go back to and Dorch might not even really be on the field as much, unfortunately. It'd be interesting to see. Yeah. Uh, we got one from Dion here. Do you think Goddard is gonna get cleared to play this week? You know, honestly, I I don't know. I have not really followed. Check practice reports. Yeah, he that's did what not. I was, yeah. If Last he's I not checked. practicing, if he's limited, maybe. But if he's not practicing at all, no. Last yeah. I checked, he did not log a practice today. Yeah, I don't see. I here. I'm don't looking see at it. it. Right I think now. he wants to be back to play in this game, but yeah, it's doing. I would hate to see him come back early. And yeah, he's he's a DNP. Um, so if he doesn't practice tomorrow, it's definitely a no go for um. And, and it's kind of looked like it's trending in that direction already. So my guess would be no. Um, you know, Zach Ertz just got released. AJ, what do you think about them snatching up Zach Ertz? I mean, he's he's still dealing with a quad injury himself. I, I don't really, I mean, it was weeks ago that he, he suffered the injury, but I mean, it's a nice story and whatnot. And, and he I asked think, to be released. Yeah, he has to be released. Yeah. I kind of think okay, so. It's not that the team gave up on him. No, they've got a exactly. young guy in Trey McBride. Yep. And then he asked to be released. And I thought the team did him right by releasing him. Yeah. Now, does so he too. go to Philly? Uh, he hasn't signed anywhere, has he? No, not yet. I kind of no. wonder if the Ravens yeah, are going to go really no, not hard yet. after him. I, you know, Ravens is another point. good one. Yeah, that's that a would, good point. Ravens good. need him more than the than the Eagles. Do. I know people yeah. love some Isaiah Likely, but I warned everybody last week. Careful, Isaiah Likely and Kyle Pitts are the same tight end. Ultra yeah. talented, ultra athletic, low performance. No, yeah, yeah. I and would. Then, um, I would. One more here. I don't see it. So this can jump into our little bit of our start sit, and we're going to be talking about Sam Howell in our first question, but we'll answer this one as well. J Justin Herbert or Sam Howell as your quarterback this week. Just for reference, Ooh. Sam Howell is playing the Dolphins. Uh, the Chargers are playing. Anybody want to uh, tell me? I don't remember. I can tell you in a minute. <laughs> I'm blanking on that for some reason. It, I had uh, it. Matter. You don't sit, Herbert. Yeah, I'm not. It, yeah. it is. It is Herbert for me. Um, but yeah, um, they're playing the Patriots. Patriots. That's right. I was like, I know it's yeah. a lesser team. Well, yeah, the it's... Patriots aren't a lesser team on defense. Nah, true. They're uh, they're very Offenses. good at taking away one weapon. Yeah, um, I will say this: keep an eye on Keenan Allen's health. If Keenan Allen does not play, I am dropping Herbert like a rock. He probably falls into QB2 territory for me. He's just got nothing without Allen on that field. Eckler's not going to be, you know, Guyton's not going to be enough. Quentin Johnston, even if he plays, isn't going to, isn't going to be it's like, no, he dropped. So keep an eye on, on, on Allen's health. Um, but it's Herbert for me. True story. When I was doing this back in the 90s, I, I was working with an agent named JT Johnson, and he would give me kids that were low draft picks or um, undrafted free agents to interview. Keenan Allen was the highest drafted player I ever interviewed. Kid, nice. was, kid was sharp. He was, I, I mean, he had it together. He's a, 
He's a guy I like from his rookie year, and he really wasn't expected to do that much. Third round draft pick. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, so Greg, how we do this? Uh, we, we like to kind of use this as like a, a little sneak preview into my rankings early week here. Um, and so how we do this, we go by position and we ask a couple start sit, you know, questions, you know, kind of our producer, Michael Plant comes up with some scenarios that are uh, pretty likely scenarios for a lot of teams. He tries to make them pretty realistic. So he will be the voice in the sky and ask the question. So Mike, you've got the floor. Maybe not. All right. And Greg, since you're our <laughs> yeah. special guest, you get the honors of going first. Okay. All right. Are you going to announce so, it? Yeah. Your first option is, yeah, absolutely. It's uh, Sam Howell versus the Dolphins, which is a great transition from that last uh, comment. And then your other option is Russell Wilson versus the Texans. Okay. Both, both games could be shootouts. Okay, that's the first thing I look at for quarterbacks. Sam Howell in my rankings is QB7. That's in my league. Um, top 10, five weeks in a row. 40-plus attempts in eight of the last nine games, 300-plus yards in four of the last five, three rushing touchdowns last two games, okay? One in one game, two in the other. Russell Wilson is the QB 14, top 10 twice, but not since week four against Chicago. Less than 30 attempts in five of the last six games, two 300-plus yard games week two and week three. So it's been a while since he's had that. He had one rushing touchdown last week. Both opponents, Miami and Houston, they're going to put up points. So that's why I say it could be a shootout. How has been better both long and short term? Miami's given up 17 points to opposing quarterbacks. Houston, 18.6. So um, Russell Wilson has the better matchup, but it's only 1.86 points. Give me how. Uh, and I think we go clockwise. So with yeah. me, I, I agree with you. It's same how for me. I, you know, I, I think this this game, you know, they, the commanders already passed a ton as you as you've uh, already mentioned, and I just think they're going to get behind pretty quickly here, and Sam Howell is going to have to air it out. So uh, I think this is going to be a Sam Howell week. Yeah, I am on board with that. Um, been riding Sam Howell in Scott Fish all the way into like the upper 500s uh every week in the regular season so uh i'm keeping keeping on with him he's been very solid you know he's not afraid to throw the ball he's not afraid to take hits obviously he gets sacked a decent amount too um but just seeing what he did you know not once but twice against philadelphia eagles that part of why the reason they are so bad against the pass is him solely because he was so good against them in short yardage throws slants across the middle. I think if they're going to have any, any chance at competing with Miami and staying in this game, um, keeping it a, the shootout that we've all been talking about here, that's the kind of play that we're going to see out of him this week. And that's where he excels. So I'm yep. I'm on board clean sleep with how. Hey, can I ask a question to you guys? Mm -hmm. Do you expect a Dotson touchdown? Mm. I am hoping for one because I need <laughs> one. Um, I'm starting him in one of my leagues too. Yeah, 
Yeah, I uh, one of my uh, one of my leagues that I have a safe leagues um, team in um, been really good this season there too. Second year in the league, uh, and he he was one of my favorite picks in the draft this year, and he's been very hit or miss, unfortunately, but. Uh, I'm really pulling for him. I, I think this could be a good week for for Dotson too. Yeah, I I don't know. Give us I'm the hesitant. homer take, Joe. I'm he- I'm hesitant to say it's gonna. Uh, I'm hesitant to say that he's gonna score. I mean, we've seen Samuel get involved. We've seen when they get close, they like to just give the ball to Brian Robinson. Um, you know, I got him Logan, too, so Logan I Thomas, like that. Yeah, yeah, Logan Thomas gets involved. They're getting Gibson more involved in this run in in this passing yeah. attack too. Um, so I, I kind of think like I mean, it's weird. Like Dotson and McLaurin haven't been like the main two threats to score on this team. It's been everybody yeah. else. But we're going to talk about McLaurin later. So yeah. So all right. Next you question. All right. Yes, sir. Joe, you get to get this one. Trevor Lawrence versus the Bengals or Brock Purdy versus the Eagles? Uh, I think AJ already sort of answered this question for me, and I'm going Brock Purdy. Um, this dude's been. How dare you? <laughs> hey, not my Dude. fault that you have a worse pass defense than the commanders actually do, which is hard to do. Uh, but <laughs> uh, we don't anymore. Uh, um, oh, let's see. I mean, they they passed them just barely last close. week, and then uh, but hey, receivers are still doing better against the Eagles. There you go. Uh, yes. All right, no, but Not but it's still. I mean, this, this matchup's really juicy for Brock Purdy. He has been on fire uh the last the last few weeks here so um yeah g- give me give me mr brock purdy who ranks one two three four five sixth in points per game the last four weeks so that's what i want to see to where lawrence is starting to come on a little strong here still think he'll hit a little bit more resistance against cincy and they may not need to pass as much My turn. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we go we go clockwise. So AJ goes this, next. <laughs> this one. You don't want to say it. I, I don't because I think, <laughs> I think Philly's gonna come on, AJ. Destroy you him again. He's in, he's in, he's in. <laughs> uh I, yeah, I'm I, lucky he got hurt. <laughs> shut up, Bebo. We're not lucky he got hurt. You you um, know. I don't even don't even get me started on that. But yeah, I'm gonna go with Lawrence here. Uh, you know, Greg, yeah, you already alluded course. to it with the fact that since he's D is probably gonna be on the field a lot in this game, and I think Lawrence is gonna be very good against them this week. Um, Calvin Ridley has shown back up. Um, Ingram's always a threat there. Uh, Etn, I believe, was questionable. I saw earlier, but. Hopefully that changes and he's going to be a factor as well. Purdy, again, I will give him his credit because I was a huge detractor against him about not playing anybody last year and who cares if he won seven games straight or whatever. He came to Philly and literally got his ass kicked into the ground and then he was out of the game. So he was a bum to me. 
but I can't argue that this year he is he has been a very very solid quarterback. Um, in the one league I'm looking at here, he has one game where he did not even touch double digits. Everything else is is good, and and that was not the game where he actually did not even have a throwing touchdown. He did have a rushing touchdown in week two, but no throwing against the Rams. Um, every other game, at least a touchdown in the air. Lots of weapons with Ayuk, but I'm uh, Ayuk and Debo again. Hopefully, he gets just stomped this week. So um, I'm leaning. I'm leaning Lawrence because I, I need the Eagles to win. Trevor Lawrence is QB 15 in my rankings. Okay. Uh, the rankings I use are based off my personal league, and it's it's not my personal ranking. It's how they've done. Okay. The last two weeks, he's been the QB1 and QB6. All right. He was – you guys know J.C. Money, uh, yeah. the sports mm-hmm. affiliation. J.C. has a, a Wednesday show called Midweek Mad- Madness with a segment called Force or Farce. Force players are guys that are outside the top 14 at their position that you think will finish inside the top 14. Trevor Lawrence is his force player this week. Um, He's been very erratic, though. Three rushing TDs in the last two games helps his his rankings recently. Brock Purdy's the QB9. He's more consistent. He's coming off a bad game. Um, Out of the last three games, not counting last game, he was the QB2 and the QB6. So he's had two really good games, too, Mm -hmm. out of the last three. Much better supporting cast. In full disclosure, Brandon Ayuk is my force right wide receiver from last night. I think it's a better matchup for because Philadelphia, love them or hate them, their defense sucks. Yeah. Um, sorry, it's they uh, give up uh, tons of points to wide receivers. Is, is they give up tons laughing. of points. <laughs> to <wide>. Absolutely <laughs> terrible. No, they, they're very good at winning the game, but they're very bad at stopping fantasy points. Yeah. Um, now, my point is, since his offense is going to struggle uh, with, with Browning at quarterback, this could lead to an early lead, though, which may mean less passing for Lawrence and more mm-hmm. running for ETN or Bigsby if ETN's out. Philly is the friendliest team to opposing quarterbacks. They give up more points than anybody else. And I think Philly and – I don't think Philly and, and San Fran is going to be a, a – sh- a, uh, a low scoring game. I think it's going to be a high scoring game. So I'm yeah. going against JC here. I want Purdy. All right. Okay. I like it. We already got our first, uh, first non sweep. I love it. <laughs> All right. AJ on to the All running right. backs. You starting Brees Hall this week against the stout Falcons run defense or Isaiah Pacheco. Oh, I messed up, messed that up. Um, no, you didn't. I fixed no, it. I, on, well, I fixed it on our sheet at least. It's Green Bay. That's true. Not Green Bay. Thank you. And then Isaiah Pacheco against Green Bay. Uh, I'm going to go with Pacheco on this. Um, I, I like the matchup against Green Bay. They they do not have a stout rushing defense. They're, they're not the worst in the league, but um, it, They've they've kind of bounced up and down and have a handful of over hundred yard rushing games against them, plus a couple that are almost close to two hundred. So, um, 
Yeah. I, I like the opportunity for Brees Hall, but if Tim Boyle's playing, he flat out sucks. Um, I think you could stick a golf tee out there and get more yardage out of it than Tim Boyle. So that's only going to hurt Brees Hall in my mind. And Atlanta's defense looked decent coming out of the bye. Um, Miami's defense absolutely destroyed the Jets. Uh, you know, you give up a Hail Mary pick six. Says something about your offense. I just don't think the volume's gonna. I mean, the volume will be there for Breeze. I just don't think the opportunity will be there. Well, from my perspective, Hall's way more explosive, mm-hmm. but yep. he's questionable this week with a hamstring issue. Hamstring that it, it impacts on your explosiveness. Um, he's been top 12 in one of the last four games, and as stated. The Falcons are the number two run defense in terms of fantasy points to to running backs. Isaiah Pacheco wants hard, but he's a hit or miss back, and he's in a three-way share. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire still gets some touches, and so does Jarek McKinnon. So he was great last week, top 12 in one of the last four games, but the Packers' defense allows seven more points per game to running backs than the Falcons do. Summary? If all things are equal, I want Hall, but all things are not equal. They're far from equal. New York has a weaker offense and faces a tougher defense, and Hall has injury issue. Give me Pacheco. Yeah, this comes down to just the offense. Uh, That's pretty much the only reason. Like, yeah, if if there was any some semblance of a – capable quarterback in, in New York right now. I'd be I'd be playing Hall pretty easily. I agree that Pacheco's pretty hit or miss. He is seeing a absolute lion share of the snaps and the rushing attempts. So it is kind of his backfield really. Like I know McKinnon and, and Clyde Edwards Hilaire kind of you know mix in here and there, but it's not enough for me to like detract from Pacheco. My problem with Pacheco is he just doesn't score enough. Like he's just not finding the end zone. Now he did last week, but he doesn't actually find the end zone very often. There's always you know, they run these little like, you know, crossing route plays or Kelsey just does what he does. And Mahomes is working his magic in the red zone and that's how they score. And so uh, Pacheco sort of gets left out with, with all of that. So, um, but, it, you know, in, in this case, it's Pacheco for me. All right. Next up. Now, when you say competent quarter quarterback play, like would Joe Flacco suffice? Someone they had last year who they decide, uh, be, decided but, hey, to replace the Jets with offense Tim Boyle was, because they... the Jets offense was solid last year. Before he you, wasn't, and they were before losing you the slam the... Zach Wilson and and Tim Boyle, you got to look at that offensive line. Yeah, yeah. no, it's not okay. Good. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. The 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 passing True. game isn't set up for quick release passes. They throw the ball down the field. They like to get Garrett Wilson deep. They don't have time. I don't care. I don't care if it's Aaron Rodgers back there. He doesn't have time to set up because that offensive line is not good. And Rodgers went from the Green Bay offensive line, which is very good, to New York, and then he gets hurt immediately. So, no. Yeah. Yeah. It's still just. Coincidence? Maybe. Those two quarterbacks probably aren't getting it done regardless, though. But, yeah. I agree. The offer the line is bad. <laughs> on to the next. Well, All that's right, my Greg. turn. And 
I love this matchup. So go ahead and announce it to the crowd. Absolutely. This one's, I like this one too when I was putting it together. But you get to choose from David Montgomery against the Saints or Najee Harris versus the Cardinals. Okay. So, what people don't understand, Montgomery is the RB24. I'm in a full PPR. I don't do half PPR. Harris is running back 29. Okay. Montgomery has scored a touchdown in every game he has played except the game where he was injured and he only played 26% of the snaps. He's not used in the passing game. So I think he's got a floor of about 15 points, but his ceiling is limited. Harris was terrible for five weeks. I mean, just pathetic. Uh, But since the bye week, he's been much better. And I think Canada is addition through subtraction. The loss of Canada, both backs, have more explosive players that they share time with. Uh, Jalen Warren, way more explosive than Najee. And Jameer Gibbs is way more explosive than than David Montgomery. Harris has the easier matchup. Montgomery is more likely to score a TD. Now, this is a tough one for me because I'm a Lions fan. Um, But I think the matchup's a tiebreaker. So trying to be neutral, I lean towards Harris. That said... If you need a ceiling in your matchup, if you need a floor, you go with Montgomery because he's scoring a touchdown every week. But mm-hmm. if you need a potential ceiling play, then you go Najee. Yeah, I'm not really sure either one has a ceiling at this point that you know people are going to be too excited about. Um, but I'm gonna go. I'm I'm going to agree with you and say it's David Montgomery. He's been the much safer play, even you know. I know Najee's been on a little bit of a run here, uh, but you know he's not being involved in the passing game either. This is going to to Warren at this point, so it's kind of the same the same kind of scenario. And the matchup says it's Montgomery. I think the offense is still better in Detroit, um, even though it, last week uh, you could you could argue you know over 400 yard total offensive yards first time since like 2019, which is insane to hear. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's 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 Montgomery for me. I mean, he's that, that he's just been so good this year when when given the opportunity. Okay, so I went with Harris, so I didn't go with Montgomery. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you said Montgomery. No, I said he's the floor play. Oh, but gotcha. I went okay. with Harris because I think the matchup for him is easier than the one for for Montgomery. I got gotcha. you. Okay. Yeah, this is tough for me because I actually do have both of these guys thankfully i don't have to choose between them <laughs> yeah the head too. but they're going in um, my king's classic lineup <laughs> but yeah i i mean i've loved Mon- what montgomery's done for me this year so i i've been riding him uh you know almost no questions asked just plug and play easily for me i don't love this matchup though um on the road too it's going to be harder for him. So I agree his ceiling is definitely capped there. Um, still think he's going to find the end zone, uh, but the yardage not not over overexcited about. So I think I'm going to lean Harris on this, honestly. Mm-hmm. I, I just like, I like the matchup better. Um, Warren has been getting involved and he has been sneaking, you know, touchdowns from Harris, but Arizona's rush defense is just not there. Um, 
you know, gave up a huge game against Kyron Williams last week. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and Roy and Royce Freeman was even very viable as a starter, um, you know, for for teams. So I could see them getting trounced again. I mean, they just have been giving up yards and leaking bad. So I'm going with Harris. I like to play my own little game, and each time there's not a sweep, I win. So that's another victory. <laughs> if you choose well, then <laughs> there shouldn't be a sweep. Because yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'm a Hall my of point. Famer. I'm a <laughs> Hall of Famer, and you know what I tell people about Hall of Famers? The difference between a Hall of Famer and somebody that takes this hobby seriously? Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Accolades. The, the best people in this industry are going to be wrong 40% of the time. That's that's just a fact. Yeah. Reminds me of the the Anchorman quote from Paul Rudd. <laughs> 60% of the time, it works all the time. Yeah, that's right. That's right. All right. Does that even make any sense? Joe, <laughs> it does make sense. <laughs> no, that's, that's the next quote in the movie. <laughs> anyway. All Joe, right, you I'm can up. just start oh. us off with the wide receivers, but but I, I want to explain it for Greg just so he knows. For the wide receivers, this one you get to start two and sit one, just so you know. I do. But, Joe, you're starting us off here. You get Devontae Smith versus the Niners, Nico Collins versus the Broncos, or Calvin Ridley against the Vikings. Who you sitting? Who you starting? Not the Vikings. Cincy. I'm oh, why am I my apologies Alvin Ridley easily the Vikings are on the bye this week so I will take him all day <laughs> he's playing against nobody yeah why is he one no, uh, um, I, I'm not gonna say any names but we had our banners deleted so I had to redo this from scratch <laughs> oh we're going there are we? no that was, yeah that was uh wasn't me but that was no names you that shut was, up no a little surprise I am on the fence, Nico Collins is, is a start for me. Um, I'm kind of 50 50 between Ridley and Smith. Um, Smith obviously has the the bad matchup, but without Goddard there, we know Devonta Smith has just been a target monster. Um, and that's happened in the past, so we could see it again, right? And we're already talking about how this game could be pretty high scoring. So, um, you know, Smith could have a good game. He could also get completely shut down just because that's what Smith does and San Francisco does. I'm I, My gut tells me sit Smith, though. I mean, the, I, I really just don't like going against the San Fran defense if I can, if I can help it. So my gut tells me sit Smith, but I, I wouldn't fault you at all for playing Smith over Ridley. Because Ridley has been very hit or miss all season long. So, AJ. So, looking at the San Fran defense, uh, at least their ranking in, in the league I'm looking in, um, they are actually a favorable matchup for opposing wide receivers. They have not given up a lot of touchdowns, um, it's mostly just been, I guess, yardage at that point. Um, there's a couple of games that skewed it, Cincy, Minnesota, um, and also, again, against the Rams. But again, no touchdowns in that game to the receivers. Um, 
I I'm Lately, not man, sitting that, that path rush once they once they came off the bye, man, it's just been so nasty. Chase Young. It, it has been. They <laughs> have been they have been very good since the bye. I will give you that. Um, and have only given up one touchdown um and less than 150 yards to receivers in all three of those games. That said, one of the big bugaboos about the NFC championship game that's been bitched about by all the 40 whiners uh, players and fans was the Devonta Smith non-catch. So I will start Devonta Smith with full confidence that he will get a catch that will not even have a chance to have a flag thrown on it that Shanahan will keep in his pocket uh, like he did in the championship game when he should have thrown it. Um, that's not the Eagles' fault, but everyone wants to blame them. So Smith is starting for me, and I will You're also a homer. I that's <laughs> fine. Call me a homer, but I I think he is. You guys won, and you're game. still harboring bad feelings. And no, yeah, that's right. You act like I'm a 49ers fan. I'm just an Eagles fan. I'm not, I'm not harboring the fan the, the ill will towards <laughs> you. I'm harboring it against all the others. Um, Mm-hmm. And I'm starting Nico because he's just a monster. Denver is a, a solid, you know, they've been getting better matchup against. So uh, that that yeah, is well, be careful. They, they've the been best, they've been playing much better lately. So that's what I'm saying. It's it's a tougher matchup, yeah, um, against the receivers. But I, I love Collins and and I'm riding him oh. over Ridley. Put the put that put Jamie's comment up on the screen, Mike. I want to puke. Just seeing a rumor that Archie Manning could be going to Ohio State. Uh, that's okay. I, Michigan could beat him anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they still probably will. I will laugh. All right, Greg. All hey, uh, we beat we beat uh, that guy in Houston, that Stroud kid, twice. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I so, forgot. I forgot you were Michigan. Oh yeah, yeah. Got Dave I, Eddie I, and Chris Robin, they're both Michigan. I bleed maze and blue, baby. I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah you All right, right so in on this crew, Smith man. Is the wide receiver I, uh, 19. I don't, yeah. I uh Jamie, what's wrong with that? I never cared about Ohio State. Like I never really gave him any thought. I ran into a bunch of fans one time on a on a road trip in college and I was like, "Oh, you guys are from Ohio State." They're like, "No, we're from the Ohio State." And I was like, "That's what I said. You're from Ohio State." They're like, "No." the ohio state i was like what my never really like put it all together and i was like yeah are are you really emphasizing the (laughs) and they're like yeah and i'm like okay now i don't like you yeah (laughs) i'm just like you're obnoxious and i don't like ohio state fans so (laughs) sorry people ask me why i like the bosa brothers because they both went to ohio state yeah let's spell out their name beat ohio state again Love the Bosa's. Nice. (laughs) All right. So wide receiver 19 is Devonta Smith. All right. He's playing um, the easiest matchup this week. San Francisco is not the hardest. They're giving up 29.3 points per game to wide receivers. He has been a wide receiver one, top 12 wide receiver in two out of the last four weeks. And he's been a wide receiver two in two out of the last four weeks. So all four weeks he's been – a startable wide receiver. He scored TDs in three out of the last four. Now, this stat I did because of him. He's had 99-plus yards in three out of the last four games. 
I did 99 instead of 100 because he had exactly 99 twice. Yep. He's had seven plus targets in three out of four. That's pretty consistent mm-hmm. in the last four games. Wide receiver 18 is Nico. He's the only wide receiver one of these three. Now, people will argue um, that Tank Dell is the wide receiver one, but if you look at targets, he's not. Yeah. All Tank right? Dell also might be hurt, so he may, yeah. not even, may not even suit up. So Well, and Nico is actually playing the toughest matchup. Uh, the defense he's playing against has given up 23.7 points per game. He's been a wide receiver one, one out of four, and a wide receiver two, two out of four, scored TDs in half the last four games, 99-plus yards and only once, but he's had seven-plus targets in two out of four games. Calvin Ridley is the most hit-and-miss player that we've we've got in this list. Yes. Uh, he's the wide receiver 24. When he's good, he's very good. He's been a wide receiver one, two out of the last four games. Wide receiver two, not at all. So only half the games has he been startable if you go with 24 wide receivers. TDs in two out of the last four, 99, one out of the last four, and seven-plus targets two out of the last four. It's close. It's very close. Yeah. Smith has to start. He's the most consistent and has the best matchup. His, uh, he's, he's also, his game is also most likely – to become a shootout. Ridley has a better matchup, but guys, Nico's a Michigan man. Nico went to Michigan. When all else is equal, that influences me. Sit Ridley. All right. All right. Next up, besides with AJ. Uh, yep. All right. Mike. Next up here, AJ. You get to start us off with, and this is going to be a fun one. You get Cooper Cup against the Browns, Deontay Johnson against the Cardinals, which is a theme, the Steelers versus the Cardinals tonight, and Terry McLaurin versus the Dolphins. Who are you sitting? With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, I mean, I look at these games and, you know, if we're going with the shootout factor here, Pittsburgh and Arizona, both teams aren't great. Although Pittsburgh still somehow finds a way to win every damn week. Um, while getting out gained, I, I think I would lean towards Deontay as a starter Cup, don't love the matchup uh, against Cleveland. And I think the Miami-Washington game is definitely going to be a shootout. 
this is tough. I, I I think Cup is definitely the better talent over McLaurin, you know, in a vacuum anyways. Um, plus what we've seen this year with McLaurin, he's he's just not getting as many, you know, targets and opportunities, especially red zone targets this year, um, where I feel like Cup could shine in that area if that is going to be a tighter game, more of a defensive struggle. So, damn. You know what? Screw it. I'm going to sit Deontay. I'll, I'll play right. Cup and McLaurin. After all that. Yeah. Okay. I, it's like a 1A, 1B for me with those yeah. two. And I, I think Deontay is going to still do well, but this one's tough. Yeah. Cooper Cup is the wide receiver 68. Deontay is the wide receiver 67. Neither one of them would typically be a starter. Yeah. But they're that because they were they've been injured and they missed games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Terry McLaurin's wide receiver 25. He's he's a starter. I mean, most of leagues are going to have at least two wide receivers and a flex. So he's going to be a starter. Cooper Cup has had injury issues recently, but he was a full participant in practice yesterday. All right. He does face the second toughest defense against wide receivers. That's a bad thing. Deontay Johnson, I don't care. I'll explain why later. Terry McLaurin has been frigid, sub-10 points in three consecutive games, but he's still the best option in a possible shootout. So after watching Johnson quit on a play two weeks ago that got his offensive coordinator fired, and then hearing that he got into a physical altercation Most of us would call that a fight, okay, with Minka Fitzpatrick, his teammate. He's not seeing the field for me unless I have no other option. I I just don't care. I know he apologized, sort of, but he just hasn't earned a spot in my lineup. I'm going with Cooper Cup and Terry McLaurin, and I'm trying to trade Deontay Johnson because I think he's a cancer. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think you're getting much for Deontay Johnson, unfortunately. But yeah, I I, I agree with both of you. And for the sake of time, I'm just going to say Cup and McLaurin, and we can move on. All right. All right. Next one it is then, uh, Greg. Okay. Well, this one I, I really like because I think all of these are ranked close enough that it makes it a hard choice. You got wide receiver 36 is Rasheed Rice. All right. Wide receiver 33 is Marquise Hollywood Brown. And then you've got uh, Amari Cooper at wide receiver 32, okay? Rice has slowly earned the trust of of his quarterback, who just happens to be the best quarterback in the league. I don't care what the stats say. Pat Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league. I agree. Last week, he was targeted 10 times. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't expect that this week, but I love his ceiling, Okay. He's getting the trust, and that's the one thing that the other wide receivers haven't earned. And people say, well, Mahomes spreads the ball around. Yeah, he does, but he didn't when he had Tyreek Hill. So he's doing it because he doesn't trust his other wide receivers. If he trusts Rasheed Rice, you're going to see competition with Travis Kelsey for targets, and I like Rice this week. Uh, Hollywood Brown has been limited in practice for two weeks due to a heel injury. Heel injuries don't scare me because he's not missing any snaps in the game. And Kyler Murray has made him relevant again. I think that's important. Um, Amari Cooper did not practice on Wednesday. 
by talent, I think he's the best of these three receivers. Uh, and I hate doing this, but I would sit Cooper this week. I just realized I was on mute. Sorry. Um, I agree. Dollar I'm, in I'm the sitting jar. Cooper. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, we, we, we said it. I mean, if DTR is quarterback, maybe I give a slight boost if Flacco's there. But, I mean, that's going to be tough, even if Flacco's there. Like, Greg, you said it. Like, he... What Dobbs did in the first week being on a new team was unbelievable. Like, that's not happening again. Joe Flacco, I don't care, you know, if you've been in the league for however many years. Tough to walk into a new scenario and just be on the same page as everybody else and and, and do what Dobbs was able to do. Um, Yeah, Rice, his arrow is trending up. Uh, I will say Marquise Brown hasn't practiced yet this week either, so keep an eye on that one. I mean, your decision could be made for you here just by injuries, uh, but um, I'm leaning Rice and, and Brown, but it, it is close. Cooper and Brown, I mean, I don't love any of these options really, but I do understand, especially by week, uh, by week hell here this week, uh, this is probably a decision that people are having to make. Yeah, it's a wide receiver three or flex probably. Yeah, I mean, it sucks because Cooper was, you know, Probably locked into wide receiver two for most teams early on this year. And I mean, wide I, I have him in a bunch of places because yeah. he was going much cheaper than that still. And I was like, I'll take him because he's going to outproduce that. And then the quarterback situation just blew up there, unfortunately. So, yeah, yeah. it is what it is. AJ? Clean sweep. Yeah, I, I'm sitting Cooper. Clean sweep. Um, you know, the, obviously we've, we've talked, we've talked consistency with him, but he, I mean, he has been pretty consistent this year overall but he does have a, a handful of down games and the last two are are two of them um he's dealing with the ribs and and needing rest and whatnot he was a limited practice today but the fact that he didn't practice yesterday and now he's just limited it's trending a little better but yeah i'm still sitting him i just don't i don't trust the quarterback situation there as much so all right so Joe, you get the tight end question, and it's your yeah. boy. All right? And if there's a clean sweep on this one, God, I hope it's the second option. You, <laughs> you get Pat Fryermuth against the Cardinals or Taysom Hill against the Lions. I hate myself for doing this, but it's Taysom Hill. Uh <laughs> The guy, I mean, with with all the injuries the Saints are dealing with right now, uh, they're going to have to get Hill involved pretty heavily, I think. And, yeah, you know, I mean, especially if Olave doesn't play, they're, they're definitely going to get Taysom Hill involved. Friday had an amazing game last week. I don't care if it's Arizona or not. That ain't happening again. Not, not for some time. So give me Taysom Hill. And, you know, he's – Seeing the ball way more than anybody wants to have him see the ball because they wanted to go to Kamara. They wanted to go to Olave. They wanted to go to anybody else but him because he's impossible to start, in my opinion. But this week might actually be one of those weeks where you're just going, yeah, I'm going to start Taysom Hill and cross my fingers. (laughs) AJ? I mean, I, I think Hill's probably the better play, but I'm I'm gonna go with Freermuth actually because we just talked about Deontay and he doesn't even deserve to be on the field. Pickens, 
who the hell knows what you're getting with him if he's getting the ball or not. It's just uh, always a mystery. I mean, they're going to run the ball 45 times. I mean, that's, well, exactly. That's what they should um, do. I they're going to they're going to be run heavy, but if not, I think they're going to have some dump offs too because. I don't think Pickett yeah. has an arm. We saw so. eleven targets last week. That was nuts. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna be he's gonna be another target hog in my mind. Um, so I'm leaning with him. I think Pickett is gonna surprise you guys. Matt Canada is gone. That's huge. Fryermuth had a rough start to 2023 at the beginning yep. of the year, and then he missed five games. Mm-hmm. He's the tight end 30 because of that. Canada gets fired, and the offense instantly improves both running and passing. Now I don't expect a repeat of 11 targets. In fact, I think it'll be five or six. I think it'll be about half tight in 13 Taysom Hill. Hill is one of my favorite all-time players. I love his game. <laughs> I love his flexibility, but the truth is he only averages about 40% of the snaps. Yeah. That's not good. Half of his yards come on the ground. Three quarters of his TDs are on the ground. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you look at his yardage, it's almost split 50, 50 passing or rushing. And if you look at his TDs, he's got four of them. Three of them are on the ground. One is receiving. Now I suspect, like I said, fire moose targets are going to be halved. I also expect his fantasy points to drop as well. But that said, Detroit is really good against the run. They're like the third best team against the run. And the majority of Hill's points come from Wildcat runs. I want Fryermuth this week. It it is close, um, but yeah, I just I'm not expecting to, 20 points from Fryermuth. Yeah, but yeah. I do. I want to see it five, again. Five and sixty. Pittsburgh. I think he can get 11 points. Yeah, I want to see it again yeah. from Pittsburgh before I'm really believing in it. Um, yeah, but, fair. So it's a good matchup to do it against. It is. Yeah. It, it it definitely is. So. All right, Greg. Um, that is it for this part of the show. Uh, before we let you go, though, I want to thank you for coming on. It's been a blast talking to you, and uh, you know, again, great meeting you at the expo. Glad we could, glad we could, could connect. Uh, but before we let you go, let everybody know where they can find you and what you got going on the rest of the season. Okay, well, I have my own podcast on Thursday nights. Um, about an hour and a half before this one, actually. It's called Thursday Checkdown. Uh, Mace Riney, who used to be your fantasy six-pack compatriot, was my co-host. <laughs> um, he's not any longer because he had some family situations, um, but he's still a good friend of the show. So I'm with the sports affiliation doing that. I'm no longer writing. I'm staying as retired as I can be. I'm in some leagues uh, next year. I think I'm, I'll tell you what the off season, you're going to want to listen to my show. Cause I'm bringing on a lot of the old guard and we're going to talk about the history of the hobby, the history of some of these big websites that are around. Um, and I'm bringing on a player agent to talk about what, it, what it's like to represent players in the NFL. I'm trying to bring on things about football that the average fantasy fan doesn't get experience with. Um, so that's Thursday night at 7 PM Eastern every Thursday night. And, uh, other than that, you can find me on Twitter. My handle should be on the screen. Uh, It's my name basically at Gregory L Kellogg Um, in the show notes too. So, and, uh, I'm also on, on Facebook though. That's more personal than, 
than the public. But I always answer questions. If you got them, I'll answer them. And again, I want to reiterate, save money now and go to the expo. You'll get to you'll get to meet guys like Scott Fish, who Scott is amazing. He put together the largest league I've ever seen and gives away literally millions of dollars to charity. Yeah. Um, awesome. That's just amazing. Bob Lund, Bob Harris, Scott Engel. These guys were all there. Joe Bryant. If you don't know Joe Bryant, he's the founder of football guys. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was an awesome dude. Yeah. It's Love just a small now. site. Um, yeah. But, and Joe Bond. I met Joe at the expo. I met Carla and Wendy at the expo. Met Des Bryant at the expo. I don't mm-hmm. know who they'll have as a special guest next year, but it doesn't matter. It is amazing. And if you're a listener to Joe's podcast and you're not in the Scott Fish Bowl, find out from Joe how to sign up for it. There's a 30,000 person waiting list. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's Just so you know, there's a 30,000 person waiting list, but it's for charity. Go sign up. Who knows? Maybe he'll double the number of teams. Yeah. It has increased every year that I've been lucky enough to be in it and continue to be in it. So uh, it's one of my favorite things every year to be, to be a part of and donate and, and, and help the cause and, Great. Yeah, we did the we did one of the live drafts this year. It's pretty awesome yeah. down in DC. So looking Where'd forward to Where'd you do doing that, that at? What? Where'd you do that at? Uh we did it in DC, just some rinky dink bar. <laughs> yeah. I am I'm I'm talking to Scott about getting in one of the live drafts. If there's a live draft that needs a person, I wanna because my daughter's a flight attendant, I can fly anywhere oh, in cool. the country. Nice. So uh, my wife has given me permission to take a trip to do a live draft, and I'm definitely going to be at the expo next year. Yeah, come to the uh, come to the DC one. We'll do it again. Yeah, I don't really like DC. I retired from the military in the DC area. <laughs> I don't like DC either. I live right there. Yeah. I don't yeah. go in there very often. But what town do you live in? I live uh, I live uh, in Montgomery County, just just a little north of it, Maryland. So, um, yeah, yeah, the Maryland side. I grew up in the Northern Virginia side, though. Yeah, so, yeah. What do they call that? Something UMD? Nova. Is that what they call it? Where all the basketball players come from? VMD? It's the Virginia, the, Maryland, DC area is Del a hotbed for basketball talent. Yeah. Del, Delmarva. Or no, that's uh oh that's Delaware. The DMV. I still like Baltimore. D, D, yeah. It's the I, DMV. It's the DC DMV. Maryland, that's Virginia. It. Yeah, I know yeah. what you meant. Yeah. Yeah. Um I still like oh. the Baltimore uh it's not the boardwalk. What do they call it? Harbor. Harbor walk. Yeah. Harbor. Yeah. Inner Harbor. Harbor. Inner Harbor. Inner Harbor. Harbor. Yep. They're That's getting the... ready to redo it all. Actually. Yeah. They're like completely redoing it. That place kind of turned into a ghost town. It like every all the shops shut down. Oh, nobody really? really went, and so they're they're just redoing it. They're revamping it. So I'm looking. Did they to have crime like problems? I, I don't think so. I just think like it just kind of some. Got I old. mean, Baltimore <laughs> in general is is known to be a pretty crime ridden town in certain yeah. parts but the the harbor was one of the nicer areas and they policed it they had they yeah. had patrols yeah mm-hmm. um, yeah but it's there's different uh i had you know, tickets reasons, to the washington yeah. federal so the old original usfl nice me and some army buddies had tickets we do you remember kelvin bryant Name sounds familiar. He was a running back for the Philadelphia Stars, and he was one yeah. of the highest paid running backs in the USFL. 
And uh, me and a bunch of Army buddies kept heckling him, saying, you still haven't earned your contract. And we're shouting at it, and he's smiling at us. He's having fun. I like <laughs> Kelvin Bryant because he had a sense of humor. Yeah. Awesome. All right, yeah, Greg, I look well, forward to uh, we got a we got a finish things well. up here, but uh, I want to thank you again for coming on, and uh, yeah, we'll have to uh, talk again soon. Yeah, text me who gets silly stringed. I want to know that, and I want to <laughs> see the video. All right, we'll we'll do, man. Have a good one. All right. Bye, All right. guys. Thanks, Greg. Appreciate it. All right. So before we jump into those picks, I guess I will share my video from last week. I was supposed to do one this week. I, you should have just showed it with Greg on the still here. I yeah. didn't think about it until he said what he did. And then I was already like already like passed it. out of this it. This is so. why I'm the producer. Yeah. Whatever. Go. Uh, All right. So let me do this working here let's do this all right sharing screen remove the banners all right this is mine from last week after we put up christmas decorations which is why i've got the virginia tech santa hat on so that was nice. fun Hi, this is Joe Bond again from Fantasy Six Pack. Joining my week 11 week 11 Philly's Green Picks video. Don't try to correct me. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Projecting that Tony Pollard, shooting me all season long. Anyway, Tony Pollard went over the projection of I think it was like 13 and a half points. Uh, he finally scored a touchdown first time since week one. So, have at it, guys. You know it's old when there Tony Pollard's on his third straight. I let him. I let him get me in the face this time. Yeah, I saw it earlier. Was proud. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, Lucas gets like three inches from me, and it's just like yeah. it's making my shirt wet. And I was like, "Get away!" Yeah, that's gross when you get that close. Yeah, it is. It's, it's terrible. I don't mind getting sprayed, but when it's like wet, so nasty. But all right, that is it. It was kind of cool. Right. I realized I could actually could. Right. Right. So I would hate cleaning that up inside. That's yeah, not that bad, actually. It really doesn't take that long. It's all plumped together. You just throw it away. So, alrighty. Um, Speak for yourself. Okay, so we got to make our picks this week. I'll be honest. I have not really looked at. Oh uh, yeah, I'm looking at it now myself. So uh, I guess I'll uh, go first then for you. I'll go, I'll, I'll stall here for you so you can get some you. time. You're you're so welcome. So I'm actually going to be going against you, Joe, this week because I know you said you were a little down on Devontae Smith against the Niners, but he's actually my pick this week. And I'm pretty sure I'm four weeks straight of not getting silly string. Knock on wood. Let's keep that streak going. He's at 11.79, and he's going to bust that over. 
11.79. In half? Half PPR? Correct. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. You know what? You got to live on the edge when you <laughs> when when you haven't been silly string for so long. I I agree. Oh my god! Uh, another touch. I was going to lose this game. I hope. I mean, they that's do. about right. He he gets his three touchdown games. You know, week ten and beyond. Uh, Nick, I believe in uh, Rasbol started. DK. I that's going to do him well. So. He's in what? Eighth place right now. I'm on. Uh, I'm at like eleventh. You're you're in first, AJ. I'm in first. You got a pretty large lead too. All thanks to Dak. Dak Dak was. How's that feeling? I mean, how's that feeling? It it hurts, but uh, I'll take it. Him, him, and Cooks, and I started both of them again tonight. I started uh, Ferguson. I almost started Charbonneau. I kind of wish I did now after talking you out of it, but uh, yeah, thanks. Yeah, <laughs> he's only done slightly okay today. <laughs> Jerk. Yeah, he's he's done pretty damn good. Um, mm. Mm. all right, I am leaning towards sixteen PPR points. Yeah, <laughs> taking that. Is Underdog that he, just sixteen. Underdog just tweeted. Yeah. DK Metcalf's receiving touchdowns this season before tonight. Three. DK Metcalf's receiving <laughs> touchdowns tonight. Three. Nice. Uh Jamie Ayuks is 12.9. I was actually looking at that one myself, but you yeah. can have it. Uh, Man, I trust Jalen Hurts. Uh, no, Jalen Hurts got the clutch. 12.76 right now. Did it change? I literally. Now oh, this is a FanDuel. Oh, you're looking. Oh, uh, I'm looking at the uh, the other, like the more updated ones. Let me just, yeah, I'll, I'll grab them for you. So Ayuk, yeah, he's at, yeah, he's at 12.9. So, um, AJ, you got yours or want me to go? Uh, if you have yours, go for it. I didn't, but uh, I'll figure <laughs> it out. Well, then I will go with. Tony Pollard on the over. <laughs> take Bijon. Bijon Francais. Um, he on mine, he is at uh, Ooh, 34 points from Metcalf. <laughs> He's got 41 in Damn. my home league. Damn. Uh, Bijon is sitting at 13.09 on the one I'm looking at. I don't know if that's. The one you're looking at, it's thirteen point one. So yeah, thirteen point oh nine, I guess. Yes. Jamie, so Jamie's right. got his over. He's planting right. his flag on ice. All right, let's write um, it down, Mike. So you, you write these down. Bijan, I, I, I'm going over thirteen. Uh, the Jets' defense has been good at times, but not against the run. So. I I will take the over on Bijan. I don't. Uh, I think I'm gonna go over on 
Where'd he go? Mostert getting 12.1. Are you worried that A-Chain coming back might eat into that? Is he actually coming back? Oh. He logged a limited oh. practice. Damn. Uh, I don't want to get into the whole like injury crap again. So let me let me. Well, that's up. that's why I was that's why I brought well, it thank up. You. Thank you, thank you for saying that. Because yeah, I would have screwed myself again. I got I got totally screwed because I was like confident the cup wasn't playing last week, and then he did. It wouldn't matter. Target Puka. Well, they targeted Puka, but it didn't. Like, yeah, it was Tyron Williams. So, um, Todd Gurley 2.0. My God. So I've got I've got CD in my one league. I just looked at it and I'm like, wow, what the heck? Our score is 24 to 39. I was like, how do we already do that? And I was like, oh, I've got CD. He has DK. Yeah, he's got DK. I knew exactly who he had when you said the number of points. Yeah. Well, you know what? Screw it. I'm going most of it anyway. It's basically right, a touchdown. Wanna, it's basically a touchdown at sixty it. yards. I think he can do that. I don't want to hear it on Saturday when we hear that A chain's active. Four on Twitter. Sorry. I think I think Mostert wow. can do it anyway. All right. If I hear if I hear it on Twitter, I'm clipping this. They'll get up. They'll get up big, and he'll he'll run anyway. And <laughs> the Commanders' run defense isn't what it was now the last few weeks. So I think we'll be good. Um, I won't lie. I wanted to take Waddle. I looked at I thought Tyree. about it. That's I a, looked at Tyreek t- Hills, man. He's at 19.62. Mm, nice. I'm like, oh at 12 gosh. and a half, and that's a lot for him. He's I was like, 20 and a I don't want to live 12, that much on the half. edge. Oh, 12 and a half. Yeah. Yeah. 12 and a half is pretty, that's a pretty spot on. Um, they were projections tough projections for Waddle. I'm not going to lie. So, yeah. all right, everybody. So, that is it for our, our show and our Silly Strings picks. If you want to jump in on those with us, uh, respond to the uh, tweet that goes out tomorrow morning. Uh, Friday morning is usually when I send out the tweet with all the links to the shows. Um, and I'll put all of our picks here, including Jamie, who's in the comments. Um, just uh, respond with yours. And uh, if you lose, you get silly streamed. And you know, it's all for fun. So uh, that's that's what we do. So right now we got this uh, 35 to 27 oh, game. 11 minutes yeah. left. This is going to be a long nice ass game but um yeah i'm gonna go watch the last quarter here and uh good luck in week 13 everyone go check out fancy six pack become an all access member use promo code ff playoffs i forgot to say that earlier my bad oh, yeah to save 25 percent. that's going to be good through the rest of the nfl season so go ahead and uh get that going and uh we will see you all next week peace Bye.